This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Again, when you leave here, I want you to take a ruthless inventory of the messaging that you're listening to. So this will require you, and if you make it simple like that, what is the messaging that I'm listening to? I want to give, I want to give clear assignments about this because this is important. Ruthless inventory. Ruthless inventory of messaging. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put incoming messaging. Okay. Now, this includes <coughs> email. This includes uh, email, social media, because um, these are where we get incoming messages. Okay, so in my email inbox, on my social media, um, any, anywhere, any other biz inbox, okay? So any other quote uh, biz parentheses inbox, right? So it's like, I mean, Instagram DMs, who you're following on social media. Like, I'll give you an example. A couple of months ago, six months ago, something like that, maybe a year ago. First of all, Aaron got totally off Facebook, okay? And then she unfollowed any females that didn't talk about body positivity. So basically, that might make her feel uh, shame about looking the way that she does, which is not a like a fucking twig, you know what I mean? Like how all of us have been conditioned to think that a beautiful woman looks like. Like a fucking app, like somebody who needs to have a meal. Like I don't, I'm not saying that if you're skinny, you're, <laughs> you're not beautiful. I'm also saying that if you're fat, you're not beautiful, <laughs> you're, you're beautiful too. I'm saying that if you have hips, I'm saying that if guys, we have guts. I'm just saying that, look, the incoming messaging on our social media, in our inbox, that you have to take a ruthless inventory of that, okay? The second thing is friends. Actually, the second thing is I'm gonna put family. The third is friends, okay? So family, let me be clear about this, okay? Mom, dad, okay, aunt, like, etc. Start. I'm talking about the meaningful, powerful messaging. I don't care if your mother is 90 years old. What she says pierces through your fucking soul, whether you know it or not. It matters. It's meaningful. Those are the most important relationships in your life. Okay? So, really, you need to take a ruthless inventory of these. Now, what am I looking for? Okay, what am I looking for? I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for shaming, blaming, lack of boundaries, lack of clear communication, 
Um, not taking responsibility for their actions. Okay? So I'm looking for shaming, blaming, lack of boundaries, lack of clear communication, not taking responsibility for their actions. Now, this means that I'm not shaming myself, I'm not blaming myself, and I'm taking responsibility for my actions. So this doesn't mean that I'm leaving here and now everybody needs to fucking, you know, tell me how sorry they am for everything that they've done to me. No, that's not what this means. That just means that I'm taking an inventory of the messaging. Okay? The messaging that's incoming. Because in order for us to reach our full potential, you guys can also come up here. I'll leave this up. You can take a picture of it as well. I, my handwriting is atrocious, but it's there. Okay? So I'm looking for shaming, blaming, lack of boundaries, lack of clear, clear communication, not taking responsibility for their actions. Those are the things that I want to try to I want to try to clear these things out of my life. Okay, I want to clear this messaging out of my life. Now, uh-oh, I'm going home and the husband has a total lack of clear communication. What do I do? Never talks about his feelings. This is the other one. Not expressing feelings in a healthy way. I.e., I, when this happens, I feel blank. Okay? That's a healthy way to express feelings. When you just spoke to me like that, I felt really sad and scared. I need to take some time to myself to kind of process this, and I'll be back. That's a really healthy way to defuse a situation in a relationship. Instead, if somebody, my spouse, disrespects me as the man of the house, what do I usually do? You fucking bitch, damn it! You, you Don't disrespect me in this house, I'm the man of this house. And then she goes, fuck you, motherfucker! No, you ain't, you ain't shit! Get out! Right? And then it blows up. Right? It blows up from there. So instead, when my wife and I, she says something that hurts me, it, it always hurts. She, did, she doesn't make me angry. If I get angry, it's because I'm hurting, guys. Because she, she hurt me with something that she said. She made me feel small. And big men don't like to feel small. So I'm feeling small because she's not giving me the respect that I think I deserve. So instead of going and being a fucking, you know, abusive idiot, I say, when you just said that, I felt really small and I feel disrespected and I feel hurt and I just need five minutes. Or maybe let's talk. I'm going to run and go run a couple of errands then we'll talk when I get back. I just need a little bit of time to myself. What do you say to that? Right? So these, these are the type... So 
how, so if I have an intimate relationship with a spouse or somebody that I need to try to, I'm taking an inventory of the messaging, um, the first thing that I need to do is I need to, I need to really model healthy, clear communication with them first. And I need to just say, hey, I, I, you know, is there any way that we could work on this? Because I'm really trying to reach my full potential to be the husband or wife that I, the best husband or wife I can be, the best mother or father I can be, the best entrepreneur I can be. And I'm really kind of taking a look at how some of the things that people say make me feel. And I want to try to feel my best. So I, I need your help with this, right? There's ways we can go about this to help influence our, our, our important relationships, okay? So these are the things that we're looking for. Um, we're looking for shaming, blaming, lack of boundaries, lack of clear, clear communication, not taking responsibility for actions, not expressing feelings in a, health, in a healthy way when this happens, I feel such and such, all right? Um, why are we doing this? Because messaging is important. What we hear and how we speak to ourselves is important. All these incoming messages. I got to be ruthless with, with these messages that are coming into my business inboxes. I need to go and I need to unsubscribe probably from 95% of things that I'm getting in my email inbox. Well, Dave, we don't ever see, I hear this so much. I didn't get the email. I, I, I know you didn't because it got lost in the other 500 emails that you got today. So don't be that person, right? Be somebody who, who takes real inventory of, of their messaging. Um, the next thing that I need to do, okay, the next thing that I need to do is I need to begin to build my tribe, okay? This is with this mastermind, right? Um, other safe and positive friends and family, okay? Maybe a therapist. Um, I, I hesitate with, with coaches in this area because you really, you know, you really got to, you get really got to select who you work with. I, I think, and who you share the, this kind of work with, it's really important. This is, this, guys, guys, I, I, I want to make sure I don't lose you here, okay? We're almost going to be done. We're going to take a break. Stay with me, please. This is the most important work that you'll ever do, so just make sure you're sharing it with people who really, really are worthy because this is the most important, precious thing you have. I'm helping you to reach my full potential, Okay? <coughs> I need you to help me here. This is precious. Okay? So when you go in, if you talk to somebody, you find somebody, or it's a friend, you let them know, look, I, 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 I'm trying to strengthen and deepen my relationships. So this is how I would approach a friend if they ended up being a safe friend. Okay? Other safe friends and family. Hey, man, I just wanted to let you know that I'm trying to strengthen and deepen my relationships, make them more honest. So I'd love to have lunch with you and just... Nothing I need to tell you, nothing I want you to tell me, but I just want to, I really value you. You've always been a supporter. I've always felt safe with you, and I just want to make sure that I don't lose the relationship because I value your feedback, and I just, I want to continue to share my life with you. And that way I can go into a relationship 
and I can share small things with somebody and test them out. Are they going to be positive? Are they going to be safe? Are they going to give me good, honest feedback? Okay. So I'm going to begin to build my tribe, therapist, coach, you know, whatever. But it's not your brand new, you know, online digital scammer who, you know, posted a screenshot of their earnings on Facebook and you're, you think they're going to be your savior. That's not like your safe tribe who's going to help you reach your full potential. Okay, so we got to be real clear about that. 99.999% of people in this world are not qualified to help you reach your full potential. Okay? The fourth thing we're going to do is be unapologetic in our pursuit to reach our full potential. And that, my friend, sums it up. There's a ton of bullet points that I could put below that, but that sums it up. I'm going to be unapologetic. Now, you may be looking for the deep meaning behind what does that really mean. Let me make it really practical. The first thing you're going to do is stop saying I'm sorry all the time. Let me just start there. Really simple. The first thing you're going to do is stop saying I'm sorry all the time. Because first of all, you're not sorry. And second of all, you don't need to be apologetic in your pursuit of reaching your full potential. So here's an example. If you're here and somebody's back home and you came here in a healthy way, meaning that you planned, you let family members know you were going to come here, and you have somebody who's calling you with their problems and they're mad that you're here and you feel like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm here. I'm sorry I can't do anything about it. Eh, rewind. Because let me do an inventory. Did I have clear communication in planning and coming here? Yes. Did I put it on my schedule? Yes. Did I let others know I was going to be gone and make sure they were taken care of? For example, kids. I'm not responsible for other adults. I'm not even responsible for taking care of my husband or wife. Did I take care of my kids? Did I make sure they were not going to die while I was gone? Yes. Okay. So I've taken care... Did I express myself and take responsibility for all my shit before I left. If I did, and somebody calls me while I'm here trying to reach my full potential, I am unapologetic in that pursuit. I don't owe anybody an apology for, reaching, for, for, for striving to reach my full potential. I owe nobody. Not my husband, not my wife, nobody. Does this make sense? So I'm going to be unapologetic in my pursuit to reach my full potential. And that starts with not saying I'm sorry in that pursuit. The second thing that it means is as I'm taking inventory of my friends, well, I may just have to say to one of my friends one day, you know what, I think this friendship is just, we're just going in two different directions so I don't think that I'm going to come over for that Thanksgiving that we plan on spending together six months ago. I think I'm going to go and I'm going to do it with XYZ.
and I'm going to be unapologetic. I am no longer, also what fits into this category, I am no longer going to do things that I don't want to fucking do. I am no longer going to take care of people that I don't want to take care of. I am no longer going to let people intrude on my life as if they're in control of it. Is every single person in this room above the age of 18? Is anybody not above 18? Then you are in full fucking control of your life, even if you felt out of control, and if you've let others, and if you've let, not invited, because you most likely didn't invite them, but if you've let them come into your life as if and gave them some control. So you are no... Being unapologetic in my pursuit to reach my full potential means that this is a fucking boundary. Please don't cross it. If you do cross it, I'm going to have to put more boundaries in place. You may not be able to come over mom, grandma to the kid if when you're over here at the house, you can't respect how I'm raising my child. Ooh, we don't say that in some cultures, do we? But where did you learn that we don't say that in some cultures? By those same motherfuckers who are saying that you don't say that to us? That's a pretty clever control system. Well, Cece, now Cece's 30 years old. She's got her own kids. I come over, well, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. And she goes, well, this isn't how I want to be, this isn't how I do it in my house. I don't care, I'm your father, listen to me. How do you think that would make her feel? How does that make me sound as a dad? But we do it more manipulatively. We don't come usually out that aggressive. We manipulate. Well, honey, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. I don't mean any harm. I'm just over here. I'm just little old grandma. I don't mean any harm. Right? So we got to begin to set boundaries with even our loved ones, okay? And be unapologetic in that pursuit. That, my friends. Now, what happens the first time that you set that boundary with mom or you set that, again, these boundaries look, they, they're uncomfortable at first, but then all of a sudden, suddenly, suddenly, you feel respect being grown in a relationship. Something that you may have never experienced before with that particular person because they don't respect. It's not that they don't respect you, but they don't respect any boundary that you have. They love you and respect you to the best of their ability, but they don't respect any boundary that you have. But now all of a sudden, there's a boundary there. Hey, you can't come over to my house and do that. That's not how I raise little Johnny. It's my turn now. I've said that. It's my turn now. Well, now all of a sudden there begins to grow mutual respect because now I'm letting you know where the boundary is so I'm respecting you by letting you know here's where I stand. This is the boundary. This is where I stand. You know exactly where I stand. So I'm respecting you by letting you know this is what I like and this is what I don't like. I like you there. I don't like you here. I love you there. And I love you here. I don't like you here, though. 
So I'm respecting you. Then out of you knowing exactly where I stand grows mutual respect. So now you respect me more because we know where each other stands. Does this make sense? So I'm unapologetic in this pursuit. This is all about me finding my full potential. And if you, if you look at it through those lenses, it becomes a beautiful process. If you look at it in any other way, it cannot be as exciting. But when I look at it through, my God, I am really trying to experience my full potential in life. This becomes a very beautiful process. It's a beautiful process. It's a process that will enrich your relationships. It's a process that will, every question that I just asked you a second ago about feeling confidence, about feeling certainty, about feeling you know, more powerful and sure of yourself or even compassionate about yourself when you fuck up on video or whatever, th this is how you achieve that. This is how you achieve that. This is how you go from all the things that we talk about, consumer to creator. This is how you achieve that. Because now all of a sudden I'm setting myself free to create instead of just consume what? What am I really consuming? Messages. Just consuming messages. Now all of a sudden I'm creating messages. I'm finding my voice. I'm creating a message. This is my mantra. This is my mission statement. This is who I am. This is what I want. This is who I want to be around. This is how I want you to treat me. These are all messages that now, and now all of a sudden I have a chance in my unapologetic pursuit to influence other people that I desperately want to influence, like my children and like other family members. One last story, and then we'll end. And we're gonna let's go ahead and pass out these. Uh, let's go ahead and pass out these 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 applications or these questionnaires. One last story. I want to share this with you. In our unapologetic pursuit to reach our full potential, which I really really began eight years ago, uh, back in two thousand and eight. I had come off of the streets. I was down in St. Petersburg, Florida. I had grew up in Clearwater, Florida, 30 minutes difference. I knew my dad lived somewhere in St. Pete. And I had a little bit of heroin inside of a bag in a bathroom at a laundromat on 16th Street. And I spilled the dope on the toilet seat. Because a lot of times when you're fixing up a shot of heroin, you do it over the toilet seat, right? It's a little bit of a, like a table, okay? And I spilled the heroin on the, t on, and I'm not talking, you do it on the tank, okay, not the seat. You want to stay away from the seat and do it on the tank. Because nobody puts their dirty butt on the tank. They put it on the seat, okay? So here I am, I'm fixing the dope, and I'm shaking and all this, and I spill it on the fucking seat. Now, look, let me tell you something. Here's how powerful messaging is, Okay? My mom raised me so I was so goddamn germaphobic and I would, and I still to this day open doorknobs and shit like I'm that guy like, you know, like I got the long sleeve shirt on and I slide it over to open the doorknob. It's just, that's the power of the messaging that I received when I was younger. I still do that, you know. I've just now stopped wrapping the toilet seat in toilet paper when I go to take a dump in public. You know how you'll pull off toilet paper and wrap it? 
Like, I mean, I'm talking about unless the thing is just disgusting and I, but I'll actually, what I'll do, and I'll, I'll admit, I'll confess, I do try to, especially if I'm in a bathroom with running water, I will, I will wash the toilet seat. But I feel like that's a step up from wrapping it. Yeah, I don't know. So anyways, I'm fixing this hit of dope and I spill it all over the toilet seat. And look, guys, I mean, if you're a junkie and you got one hit of dope, even the most powerful germaphobe messaging that you received from your mother when you were a kid is not going to stop you from soaking up that dope off of that toilet seat. So I go down to the toilet seat, from the tank down to the toilet seat. I'm sopping it up with cotton trying to get it, and I just had a moment. You know what I mean? I just had a moment. I was like, this is rock bottom. This is fucking rock bottom. Not only am I soaking dope off of a toilet seat, but it's a dirty motherfucking toilet seat. So the, again, that messaging from mom, like I'm feeling like I'm a junkie and I'm soaking up dope off of a dirty toilet seat. This is a double whammy. So I salvaged what I could. I did do the shot. I left and I knew my dad was in St. Petersburg, Florida. So I made a couple of phone calls, did something, can't really remember exactly because I was high, how I got to his house, but I found him, and I knocked on his door. He hadn't seen me in a couple of years, and I asked him if he'd help me save my life, essentially. I don't remember exactly what I said, but that was the tone of it. And so he let me into his one-bedroom apartment. Um, at this time, he was living on top of somebody's house. It was a one-bedroom apartment. And every day after work, he would stop by the Circle K and get an 18-pack. No, friends. Not a six-pack, not a 12-pack. He'd get an 18-pack, and he would drink the entire 18-pack every single night. He's about 5'8", 145 pounds. So he, was a, he had a drinking problem, to say the least. And I'm sleeping on his couch, detoxing. He's bringing me to uh, work with him every day on construction sites, paying me out of his own pocket. Really grateful to him. If you guys ever wonder why I've done some of the things I've done for him, on top of the codependency I've struggled with, it's because I am grateful to him for being there for me in some of my toughest times. And I really believe in trying to take care of your family, if you can, and if they're not totally violating your boundaries. So. Days go by, weeks go by, months go by, and I'm sitting here trying to get clean, and he's stopping off at the 7-Eleven every night with the 18-pack, right? Until finally one night, my wife, who then girlfriend, was over at our house, and my dad had a complete and total drunken outburst and just completely made an ass of himself was super verbally abusive to me and just embarrassed himself in front of me and Aaron. And what happened was I left, came home three days later, and he told me he hadn't had a drink. And to this day, 10 years later, he's still 11, he still has not had a drink. He's been completely sober for the last 11 years, okay? Now, why do I tell you that? Why do I tell you that? Because he's not here, so it's not to get him. I tell you that because in our pursuit of our full potential, there are people that we want it for. I can't tell you how many other people, how many people that I've met on this journey that have said, 
hey, I want um, to influence my son, or I want to influence my daughter, or I want to influence my brother or sister. I mean, Nathan was here last night. He had his brother here. Um, I, there, I've talked to so many of you guys who just, because we love our family and our friends, we want to make an impact on them. And do you know the most powerful way that you can make an impact on them reaching their f- full potential? How? By being your best self and pursuing your full potential. Ever, ever told my dad that he should stop drinking. I never tried to convince them that he should stop drinking. I never tried to talk to him about it. And don't, we usually, when we start doing something, now all of a sudden, I've been on keto for three days, you know, or whatever it is. I've been on this diet. I'm cleansing, you know, I'm drinking celery juice every morning, whatever. Now all of a sudden, I want to start talking about it, and you should really be doing this. And it's the most annoying fucking thing in the world, and it's the worst way to influence anybody ever to do anything is to start doing something and then talking at them and telling them that they should. How do you like when somebody tells you that you should do something? So over the course of the last 11 or so years, since I've been on a pursuit to reach my full potential, I've had the privilege out of many friends and many family members that I have to impact just a couple of them to begin the pursuit of their full potential. Guess what? Have they taken the bull by the horns and are, I, do I, I think they're on this rigorous pursuit? No. But I've sparked the interest of a couple of them and that's the greatest impact that I can have on friends and family that I care for. So why do I share that with you last? Because I don't know where your motivation is going to come from to try to reach your full potential. Maybe it will be because you believe that you deserve it. But if you're anything like me, when I began the pursuit of my full potential, if I felt like I deserve it, I would have started doing something about it a long time ago. So maybe your motivation is is that you want to do it to be a great example for somebody that you love. I don't know. But if it is, that's exactly how you can have the greatest impact on them. And trust me that if you have children or people that are in your world, they watch what you do a lot more than they listen to what you say. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to DaveSharpShow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.